the headlines tonight. Police still looking for necromantic dog after primary school show and tell goes wrong. MP stole my teeth, says boy. And treasure map discovered on underside of pint glass, claims drunken archaeologist. Welcome to the campaign trail. Our top story. It's being reported that a break-in has occurred at the Dexon Corporation in the far-off lands. A disguise spell was allegedly cast on a demon boy and a halfling, making the two of them look like one centaur. Eyewitnesses say it looked weird as hell. Meanwhile, in the warehouse of Solaris Industries, a fire broke out and almost exploded a new experimental zeppelin. The blaze was put out and the heroes rewarded with an overly complicated vending machine. We join Pen and Agrilad standing in an elevator with a, another centaur, because uh, you are disguised, disguised as a centaur, uh, and uh, so you. This guy seems to be like the um, the elevator attendant and is like pulling it, pulling a mechanism so that it goes down. Uh, a sort of awkward silence uh, broken by the sort of uh, muzak that's piping through these little uh, stones of fast speech in the walls. And uh, the centaur sort of looks at you and gives you that, you know, that awkward half-smile people give you when they don't really want to talk to you, but they acknowledge that you're there. Uh, and Lovely day, Dayback. Oh yes, lovely day, my dear chap. I'm dreadfully sorry, though. I thought I knew everyone around here, but I can't place you. I'd recently transferred in. I'm Hazmat. What a delightfully unusual name. I happen to be Cyril Hoofy Boy. You may have heard of me. Do you have much experience working in mines? Well, uh, um, now that you come to mention it. <laughs> you know what they say, don't you? It's all for the glory of the far-off lands, of course. And Mr. Dexon is helping us achieve our dream, becoming an even mightier nation. You know... And he sort of looks conspiratorially. And you get the impression that he tells everybody this. I used to be deputy assistant manager in Dexon's lobbying firm. Oh, yes. Oh, Did yes. you know? Worked my way up from the bottom to the top. Well, not the top, but up. I rose through the private sector. Got pretty rich, too, thanks to Mr. Dexon. Now, nearing retirement, he's graciously allowed me to take on a more menial job. What a class act. I still remember the glory days. You know, I helped Mr. Dexon negotiate the contract to take over the publicly owned power grid. That was all me, that was. Well, congratulations, sir. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's saying that the people used to own the power and now one person has all the power. Is that what that's saying? Yes, my fine backside. That is indeed the truth. Oh yeah, clip clop, clip clop. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think I have a bit of tummy trouble. Not to worry, dear boy. 
I had the same thing a few weeks back. Cleared up after a good lie down. Oh, I say, what's that? Uh, you can see a small light flickering on the control panel, and uh, the guy and uh, Cyril sort of looks closely. Well, that's not usual. That's an alarm. And he looks at you and goes, "That's an unauthorized intruder alarm." Good lord! So it is. The lift shudders and stops. The lights go out. There's a horrible moment as you hear creaking and groaning of metal on metal, and then. The elevator starts to fall. Um, panic. Yeah, pretty much the same for me. <laughs> it is plummeting through the uh, the elevator shaft, and uh, Cyril um, is wrestling with the controls, trying to pull the emergency brake, but uh, his frail arms seem uh, unable to push it uh, into its correct position. Let me give it a go. Uh, okay, let's say that Agrilad, you take charge of the uh, centaur body. Uh, uh, make a strength check. Strength? That would be a 15. 15? Uh, okay, yep. yeah, you m- manage to wrestle it up a little bit and it screeches to a halt just in time. Uh, but the, the sort of gravitation uh, makes you almost lose your balance. Uh, can you mo- both make a dexterity yes. saving throw? 14. That would be a 13. Mm-hmm. I think we're holding Okay, each yeah, other. you just about managed to stay on your feet. Uh, but Cyril collapses. Uh, Cyril collapses to the floor and uh, looks absolutely um, uh, knocked out by what's just happened. Uh, the elevator slowly starts to move uh, at a normal pace again. And eventually it comes to rest. And then the doors slide open. And uh, several centaurs uh, look over to you. They see you standing there, over the body of their apparently fallen comrade, and somebody points at you and goes, What the hell did you do to Cyril? He's collapsed. Uh, can you roll persuasion? He's going horribly wrong. No, I can't roll persuasion. <laughs> Six. Uh, okay, so some of the uh, armoured uh, centaurs start walking towards you and say, what are you doing, beating a bold Cyril like that? Mr. Dexon will have your head for this. So you're following uh, Temerity down the road, and after a while you realise that she's not leading you towards the pyramid, as you first uh, might have anticipated. Uh, instead, she's um, leading you towards a different building, uh, it looks plain, uh, with grey stones, grey windows, even grey plants outside. A grey centaur stands just inside, flicking through some filing cabinets as you enter. Uh, Temerity jumps up onto the um, receptionist desks, and uh, this grey centaur turns around and goes, Oh, visitors, uh, welcome to the public records office. Uh, how can I help you? Shake his hand. Uh, Hi, I'm Perrin. Um, I'm with the politics. Oh, I I do apologise. I'm first going to have to do a security sweep. Uh, We had a few break-ins of late. And he sweeps a sort of magical um, crystal over you. You seem to be fine. Well, just uh, feel free to peruse the records. We get so few visitors these days. Uh, But... uh, uh, don't take anything. We'll, I'll be watching. 
to make sure, of course. Is there anything worth taking? If there was anything worth taking, we wouldn't take it. Okay. That's very reassuring. Uh, My name is Smiths, and uh, if you need any assistance, just ask me, and I will come running, and I will help you. Is there anything in particular you might be in uh, the market for? Um, records about... Records? (laughs) Records about, um, energy. We're very interested in energy. Ah, yes. See, I'm quite energetic, but I know nothing about it. Uh, he uh, comes out from behind the desk and uh, leads you into a large room full of filing cabinets that seems to stretch on forever. And uh, there are at least three different floors you can see. Uh, and uh, he takes you around a corner to a section that's uh, labelled um, local history. And he says, uh, yes, magic is big business in these far off lands. It's part of our culture. Part of our lives powers our homes, our cars, our streetlights. As a result, we are the most powerful energy source in the world. <clears throat> but uh, we uh, we take great pride in it, is what I'm trying to say. Um, here we have a complete history of the energy production within the far-off lands. Even Ooh. the old monarch of Darnorth was jealous of our power. That's where we're from. Yes, I, I gathered that from your accent. Oh, ah, uh, that's a tell. Uh, please feel free to uh, look through our files. We're very proud, like I say. And uh, do uh, let me know if you need help with anything else. And uh, he goes uh, trotting off. <coughs> um, do you want to make some investigation checks to see what you can find? Yeah. I just got a natural one. <laughs> okay. Perrin, there are filing cabinets. <laughs> Have I... I'm guessing because I grew up in the monastery, which was very old in its furnishings, I've not actually seen that many filing cabinets. That's fair. Yeah, you're, you're still so trying to I work them out. I am taken by them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tried to open one and obviously it's locked, but <laughs> I can't... S- I've got a natural one. I don't see the keyhole. Um, I think you're distracted by Temerity as well, who's uh, just kind of uh, playing with some of the uh, the loose filing papers and uh, is knocking them back and forth. And uh, you go chasing Temerity around. Uh, Victorina, what did you get? I got a seventeen, so I think I can. Seventeen. You're the sensible one here. Uh, You flick through some of the um, old records uh, and uh, you. Piece together a little bit of history. Uh, Far off lands had a very positive relationship with Darnorth, and uh, mostly due to the old monarch who used to come this way. Uh, there, are, there are rumours they were actually visiting the Angerlands, where the and were working with the Dark Lord behind the scenes, but uh, nothing could be proved. And it was several hundred years ago, so who knows? And uh, you know, <laughs> how could you possibly uh, not trust the monarch after what happened in the last series? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, you show, um, with 17 actually, you find some newspaper clippings uh, that show some opposition MPs who tried to vote against a bill giving energy companies the right to raise prices at unlimited levels. Uh, mysteriously, all the MPs who voted against the bill had their power cut off. Am I able to, um, is Mr. Smith watching me? Uh, he's sort of nearby, but he seems to be uh, doing his own thing. Uh, am I able to sneak these newspaper cuttings into my pocket? Uh, make a stealth check. Twelve. Yeah, it was a low check because he's not really paying attention. Uh, so yeah, you, you stuff them in your pocket. Um, 
Perrin, um, since you are chasing a cat around, uh, yeah. do you want to make an animal handling check? Meow, 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 meow. I think I'm talking cat. <laughs> um, I've rolled a 19. 19? Cool. Uh, yeah, you chase Temerity behind a uh, filing cabinet right in the corner of the room. Uh, and uh, she starts pouring at uh, some markings on the floor. Uh, and uh, she looks up at you and goes, meow. And then looks down at the markings and then goes, meow. Oh, is that that noise you make? Meow. Meow, meow. Oh, oh, meow. 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 What do you think they are? my investigation stat that's a 14 14 um you can see um uh, scuff marks is what they are uh as if this cabinet had been moved uh forward and backwards uh a few times um in the not too distant past cabinets i may not be familiar with scuff marks i definitely am um so i can i do a quick check to see if the librarian's watching and then try and move yeah it? make uh just a a, a... Uh, what's your passive perception? My passive perception is ten. Uh, yeah, you spot him. He's uh, he's 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 kind of far away because you've chased this cat quite uh, quite a ways, and uh, we had a fun game. Uh, so he's not really looking in your direction. Cool. In which case, can I just move it, or do you want me to do a strength? Or... Uh, I won't. We'll do several checks. So I'll just say you you move it, uh, and uh, beneath you see a set of stairs leading down into a tunnel. Uh, I would like... Oh, damn, it's a different character that has that kind of trap. Um, Victorina! What? Come over here! Okay! <laughs> I, I, looked at, I checked to see if Smith was looking at me, but his eyes are elsewhere, so I hurry over to where Perry is. Tristeth! got a sore throat. Do you need some milk? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm whispering. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. So, it's hard to do it when you, 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 you're a dragon person. Yes. <laughs> um, shall, um, shall we go down? Yes! <laughs> I don't think you have to whisper. That's fine! Temerity goes hopping ahead of you, and uh, as she gets down into the tunnel, you notice that her eyes glow slightly and spread a little light around for you. And she looks back well, and does I, a blink. I have superior vision in dark and dim conditions. Ooh. Do you have dark vision as well, Perrin? I don't. Okay. Well, Temerity is giving you some. I feel like I should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Temerity is giving you enough light to see by. Um, can you make an arcana check for me, Perrin? Meow, 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 meow. I'm very distracted by the cat's eyes. I've got a six. Okay. Uh, you, nothing about this seems strange to you. Pen. That sounds about right for Perrin. Pen, we return to you. You are um, having people sort of round on you uh, and uh, looking down at uh, poor old Cyril, who has uh, passed out on the floor, uh, and you have failed to persuade them. Uh, one of these people sort of points a... Um, a spear. Oh boy. Right. Um, Get out of there right now. Yes, um, of course. It's hey, you. I had nothing to do with this. Uh, you clip clop your way out and. Uh, clip clop, clip clop. Well, we'll see what Mr. Dexon has to say about that, won't we? Uh, you stand over there. And he sort of points you into a, uh, a corner of the room. Um, you are in quite a large uh, cavern. 
uh, underground. Uh, you can hear the sounds of uh, hammering, chiseling, and people working hard all around you. Uh, and uh, as the sort of team goes in to check on uh, old Cyril, uh, one person comes up to you and sort of uh, nudges you, and uh, it's a centaur again. And uh, she says, Ah, I've been waiting for you. Have you? Of course. The meeting's not scheduled for another half hour, so you're a bit early. But don't worry, I've got a plan. I'll have one of my people make a distraction. Well, this sounds lovely. And uh, she does a few little... <laughs> trying to sound nonchalant. Uh, and uh, then somebody uh, gives her a nod and uh, accidentally uh, drops a canister full of magic uh, crystals all over the floor. And they go spilling everywhere. All eyes turn on this uh, accident. And uh, oh, this crumbs. Would you look at that? This uh, kindly old centaur grabs your hand and says, "Okay, follow me." Okay. No arguments from me, Agrilad. I think she thinks we're somebody else. I don't pet. care who she thinks we are. Uh, she uh, leads you through a couple of tunnels, uh, turning left and right, and then left again, and then up some stairs, and then down some stairs, and uh, gets thoroughly lost through the tunnels. And uh, eventually, uh, c- comes to a stop, and she's uh, breathing a little hard, and she looks at you and goes. So you're from the Union, I take it? Oh, yes. Yes, we do unions very well. Excellent. Listen. What's the Union? What? You uh, just uh, said you were from the Union. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I, uh, my, my tummy's talking a bit. Okay. I'm going to ignore that for now. Please do. Listen, we're trying to organise, but obviously we've got to keep this on the down low. If Dexon find out, well, it'll be my head on the chopping block. You look terrified. Here, eat some of this. It'll help you feel better. Uh, she hands you some, I was going to say lembas bread, but that's probably copyrighted. Uh, some <laughs> special <laughs> magic bread. Yeah, some boiled sweets. There we go. She hands you some boiled oh, sweets. I hope you got enough for everyone. <laughs> I do pass some through my, my pocket. <laughs> you are a very strange person, I must say, Mr... Uh, Mr. Hazmat. Hazmat? Yes, this, this is a nom de plume. How unfortunate for you. Doesn't that mean you're a bird? (laughs) (laughs) Things have got desperate of late. Come on, let me show you. And uh, she walks you again down a few corridors and uh, you eventually come to what looks like a sort of uh, medical bay and uh, you see a number of centaurs who are sort of laid out on these long, wide beds. Uh, Many are sort of groaning and uh, clutching their stomachs and uh, looking very unhappy with their lot in life and uh, uh, your friend says my name's Mavis by the way hello Mavis I noticed a lot of people getting ill around here and Mr Dexon just denies it's happening we thought if we banded together we could you know make him see sense but of course unionising is forbidden so we've got to do it in secret you see then, once we're all organised, we can take our demands to him. You've come to advise us on this, so advise. How do we do it? Oh, crumbs. Um, well, you've gone the right way about it to begin with. What you need is um, a third party outside help. Um, mm-hmm. So, She starts making notes. <laughs> um, somebody who, who's not going to be um, intimidated. By, by Dexon. Oh. Yes. Oh dear. That might be a problem. Maybe. I could do that for you. 
Oh, thank you, Mr. Hazmat. Phew, you really are a breath of fresh air. And um, maybe some friends of mine may be able to help. Brilliant. I should hope so. Well, what's our next step then? Where should we start? Take the medical supplies, for instance. Can't get them down here. Are you medical? I'm, well, I quite the opposite, to be quite honest with you. But, um... Hmm. You were telling me you were always putting bodies back together yes. again. <laughs> Not very successfully, Mr. Agralada. Not in the same way that they went back over <laughs> What I'm confused by is if this union ice thing is is forbidden, why are you doing it in the first place? Well, look at how many of our people have got mysteriously sick. Our working conditions are utterly atrocious. We can't even speak out for fear of being sacked on the spot. This is the biggest employer in the country, and they'll blacklist us. This is why you need, this is why you need an outside organisation speaking for you. Yes, thank you. Someone, someone to actually, um, someone to actually throw some light onto the situation. Or throw a few punches. Well, that could work too. I like your style. You're a one-man, good cop, bad cop. Well, I'm a little bit hungry, so my tummy's kind of growling. Take a seat here. I'll see if one of my friends can get you something. Tea, perhaps? Might be a bit gritty. Tea? Tea whip? Nice bit of nettle tea. Go down lovely. We do have a lot of nettles down here. So, probably. Back in a tick. Uh, she goes off to uh, get, prepare you some tea. Uh, so you're you're in this little med bay uh, with a lot of uh, sick people and some doctors uh, walking about. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do? I, I, I think I think Mr. Agrelad, this is this is something we should bring to uh, Gorlak's attention. Aye, it's it's something he may be able to use. But before we do, what is a Union Ice? I've heard of black ice and dry ice and, and, and water ice, but not a union ice. <laughs> oh dear. Shall we cut back to Perrin and Victrina while you have your little. Uh, <laughs> Here's a history of unions. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Meanwhile. Uh, Perrin and Victrina, you enter these strange tunnels, and uh, as soon as you hit the bottom of the stairs, you hear a scraping and a scraping. Uh, as the filing cabinet moves back above you, plunging you into pitch blackness, apart from Temerity's helpful eyes. Uh, the ceilings are fairly low, so both of you are kind of having to hunker down a little bit. Uh, I imagine, uh, Victorino, I think you're taller than Perrin, aren't you? So you're hunkering down a little bit more than Perrin is. As you're hunkering down, uh, things look quite well used around here, I'll say. Uh, you see small footprints uh in the ground going this way and that that are going uh up and down the stairs and uh down the tunnel vitrina centaurs don't have an extra pair of legs that they just get out every now and then <laughs> do they oh no i guess they had have a wider stride no. wouldn't they okay yeah no ignore me yes yes they don't just just like flop out extra legs the stranger things <laughs> No, they usually only have four legs, I think, and, and okay. two arms. They don't walk <laughs> okay. in their hands either. So these, these are these mm, are people. Okay. So are they like big feet or little feet? Uh, make a nature check. <laughs> that one. Uh, you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't tell whether they're big feet or small feet. I think I you. I think know. you can they tell like... that they're small feet. I'll, I'll give you that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even with a nat one. No. How fresh do they look? Uh, some are fresh. Some are old. It looks like this is like quite a well used uh, path, as it were. So we should be careful just in case we run into anyone who asks us why we're down. Mm. Well, I'm going to just draw my short sword just in case. Okay, as you draw your sword, uh, can you make a dexterity saving throw? <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> that was a three. <laughs> okay, a three. As you draw your sword, a massive wooden beam comes flying on ropes towards you and hits you for... Uh, five points of bludgeoning damage uh, and you are knocked into the wall. Uh, you don't fall over, but uh, it's quite a thunk. Uh, and uh, so having triggered this trap, it is a, uh, this log is now just sort of swinging uh, in the middle of the corridor. Uh, that's, not, that's not the kind of dangerous thing that should happen in a well-trapped area. <laughs> uh, hmm. It's like a breach of health and safety. <laughs> I should be having words. Uh as you continue on, eventually the tunnel levels out into a wider open space. Uh, Victorina, do you still have your sword out? Um, I, if I didn't drop it from being <laughs> hit by the low-flying log, then yes, I do. Okay. Uh, as you sort of stand around back-to-back, back, I imagine, uh, suddenly lights flick on, almost blinding spotlights shining right in your face. A shadow stands in front of one of the spotlights, a silhouette of a figure with a massive hat and beard. And the voice says, Who comes to our city unannounced? What business have you, strangers? Um, I haven't got any business. Have I, can I perhaps take the opportunity to speak to you about the health benefits of new milk? Uh, you hear another voice go, New milk? <gasps> the prophecy! Shush, 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 shush. <clears throat> What proof do you have that you come from the fabled new milk, as the seers foretold? I have this this milk bottle necklace. And I, I hold it up so that they can see the light glitting of it. They have the necklace, they have the necklace, they have the, they have the milk, the milk. Oh, don't trust them, don't trust them. No, no, no. Uh, everybody, I, I can down. provide samples of new milk from my backpack if you would like to try. Why do you come armed? Oh, um... There was a big log in the corridor uh, that kind of fell out of the ceiling and I had to cut it down in order to get past and I was slightly concerned there would be another one. The log is triggered by the drawing of weapons in our domain. I put my sword away. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> a draw- but, but, Vitrina just took out the sword. There's definitely not a pen around here. <laughs> He's in the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the pyramids. <laughs> This joke has layers like a lasagna. Yes. <laughs> and it's nearly as cheap. <laughs> uh, the layers... Uh, sorry. The, <laughs> the lights uh, lower. And you see you're, you are in a large open space full of tiny little houses uh, with little pointed red uh, tops to them. And uh, swarming around you are little people with uh, pointy hats, beards, and uh, little blue suits. Well, actually, suits of various different colours because they are varied people. Uh, These are gnomes. Uh, Temerity gives a little grumble as she sees them. And uh, the one who was stood in front of the spotlight strides towards you and he reaches probably about up to your knees with his pointy hat. 
and uh, he reaches out a hand and says, Greetings! I am Sir Snaps Rice Crisp, and these are my brothers, uh, Crackles and Pops. Uh, I am the Member of Parliament for Gnomeswood. I am the last gnome in Parliament. And there's a kind of uh, wave of <laughs> throughout the gnomes. I, I drop to my knees to shake his hand. Victoria Crisp Great, you milk. Temerity gives you a very dirty look, <laughs> but she allows herself to be held for now. This is the best day of my life. The seer said that one would come to free our dry lives and bring us life again. A tall, handsome hero whose hands would flow with the milk of elven kindness. Yes. Our dry and powdery lives like cereal in a bowl with nothing to dampen it. We have serious issues which we must attend to. Uh, as he says this, the uh, lights flicker and start to go out. And uh, Mr. Snaps says, uh, Crackles, start up the backup generator. And uh, one of them shuffles off. Uh, we uh, have much to discuss, I fear. Uh, my people are very uh, superstitious when it comes to the miracle of new milk. Perhaps you could uh, leave a few bottles for my friends. Obviously for my friends, not for me. Obviously, I'm, I'm not superstitious at all. But I'll, I'll try a sample if, if you uh, if, if you. Have... I, I do have samples and I'm sure that I could arrange a contract with New Milk International to be able to supply your people with new milk on a regular basis. But only a nominal thing. You, Dragonborn, I saw your face Hello. in the newspaper. What was it doing yes, there? You're, you're with uh, yeah. Darnorth, yeah. aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, if your goblin wants to join the GA, <laughs> you're going to have a bit of a tough time. Why do you say that? Dexon won't let it happen. Oh. Come uh. You must have got in here through the records office, so no doubt you've uh, heard of us. And he sort of pushes his hair out of his way, kind of uh, like Kenneth Branagh in uh, Harry Potter, you know, looking very uh, uh, proud of himself. You've uh, heard of us, I take it? I could pretend that I have if it would make you feel better. <laughs> eh, no, it wouldn't. <clears throat> I, I've heard of you, oh. you've known people. Oh, well, for the benefit of your dragonborn friend... Uh, once upon a time, the energy flowed freely about here. And he's sort of like taking you on a tour of the city uh, as the lights flicker back on. Uh, I'm trying very hard not to kick anything yeah. out. <laughs> the energy flowed freely, organised and maintained by an ancient and powerful government department. My grandmother was Minister for Energy in those times. It was publicly owned, but the extraction process grew more and more expensive. Successive governments hired more private firms until it was all privately owned. And then, one by one, all the firms were bought by Dexon. We have to rely on backup generators to keep our lights on because, well, we're not exactly in a target demographic for Dexon and his political machinations. Ah, uh, who? That's... What can we do about that? 
Well, I was about to ask you the same question. If you want to get anything past parliaments, then uh, you're going to have to deal with the man who controls parliaments. There's going to be a... I think we're going to have to have a word with this Mr. Dexter. He's too powerful for you to take on. There's no... We didn't say take on, we just said talk to. We, we can talk. Hmm. Harry can talk. Yeah, I can talk for days. Many have tried. Usually nobody's there to listen. <laughs> what will you say to Mr. Dexon? Hmm? Hi there, I hear you're Mr. Dexon. How are you? My name's Perrin. I come from a monastery very far, far away. How are you? I've had a lot of people really don't like you. That's how I'd start. I don't think you should start with I hear a lot of people really don't like you. <laughs> but it's the truth. That, that puts people's backs up. I imagine his backs are already going to be up. Yes. <laughs> We know this energy system inside out. We know how much power Dexon has. When it breaks down, we get the blame. The gnomes built it. The gnomes' fault, of course. But when it works, Dexon gets the praise and the money. It's unbearable. So, if you built it and you know how it works, do you know how to switch it off? Oh yes, we know how to switch it off. But then everyone suffers. And then everybody turns on the gnomes and comes after us. Could we... Could you cut off where Dexon is, but not the rest of town? Hmm. That's an interesting proposal. If you are the people who can switch it on and off, then really you control the magic and you have the power. And Dexon just hasn't realised that or doesn't want to see it. I think you need to show him that you have control over your own magic. That's a very good point. Is there hmm. some way that you could put a diverter just to cut off the decks on building? Well, I'd have to get into the building itself and uh, get to their um, central main feedback converter and then I'd write down I'd have central to... main feedback converter. Yes. And uh, once we get there, it'd be a simple case of reversing the polarity and and uh, changing the uh, initial dampeners and yes I think it could be done a little more techno babble and I'll have a plan on my hands <laughs> if we can get you into the Dexon building can you you isolate the power certainly I think we might have a plan on our hands so Agrolad and Penn, uh, how is your explanation going? <laughs> so what they're saying is it's like this big happy family that all works together to get better things for the family. And if anyone tries to hurt the family, then the family bands together to defend itself. Exactly. Ah, right. Why don't you just call it a family then? Well, because they call it a union. You know, like oh. the song. And why is it forbidden? Well, some people don't like is when you stand up to them. Oh, it's forbidden by bullies. Bullies, I understand. Yes. See, I said we should have just gone and talked to this Dexon uh, chap. One of the patients who's in a a, a bunk near you uh, sort of turns over and uh, looks at you and says, You seem to have two voices in your face. What's going on? It's like a cow with two stomachs. <laughs> or is it three? I can never remember. It's probably better not to ask. Oh, that's what they keep telling us. That's what Dexon keeps saying. Oh, God! Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Is there anything I can do? Give him a cup of nepple tea. 
Not unless you can undo twenty years of working in the magic mines. It's the radiation, you see. And uh, he opens his palm to you, and you can see this sort of blackness uh, spreading through his veins. Uh, and as you look closer, you notice that um, it changes colour every now and again. It goes from black to green to red, and then back to black again. Uh, and he puts his hand against his chest and goes, <coughs> It spreads, you know. The sickness. The more you are exposed to magic, the more it infects you. And now the horse's back end is moving further and further away from the front end. <laughs> uh, he reaches out and uh, grabs your lapels, Pen, uh, and says, I smell magic on you. You've used magic, haven't you? Yes, you may be right. Uh, and uh, he looks you dead in the eyes, and uh, his own eyes turn completely white, and he says, then you know me. Oh. What do you do? Back uh, <laughs> <Stagger> backwards. <laughs> Flailing your little Back bit. into Agrolad. <laughs> uh, the um, patient falls down onto his bunk, uh, unconscious. Uh, and you see this kind of uh, this darkness running through his veins move from his hands and disappear under his sleeve. Uh, as you look around the room, you see that everybody in a bunk has these dark marks on them somewhere. Uh, Mavis comes back to you with some tea and says, Well, here you go. It's not much, but it's hot. Oh, oh my, you. you look like you've seen a ghost. I think I may have. What is wrong with them all? Oh, they say it's radiation poisoning from magic. I don't really understand it. I'm not on the medical team. Just your average work grunt, five years and counting. This is partly why I wanted to start the whole you word. I can't say, blame you. Oh, they really need some help. You hear some clip-clop, clip-clops at the door, and uh, somebody pokes their head in and then does a double take and goes, Oh, let's found them! There you are. Right, Mr. Dexon wants to see you. And they come closer, clip-clop, clip-clop, and they grab Mavis and start dragging her away. Oh, I see. What All this want? talk of unions. Listen. We want to talk to Mr. Dexon as well. Well, you'll need to make an appointment. This one's been inciting insurrection with all this talk of unionising. You know it's forbidden. No, 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 not unions. Nobody was talking about unions. I was talking about um, bunions. Oh yes, terrible bunions on now my then, feet. Lass, now then, lass, now then, lass, tell it like it is. That's just forming an extended family. Kind of like a brotherhood of workers. Uh, this guard turns on you, Pen, Agrilad combo. Pagrilad. And, uh, <laughs> and says, You part of this... Union too? Well, no, but I can see how it'd work. Right. Both of you, then. Follow me. Mr. Dexon will have some very stiff words for the two of you. And uh, he starts to uh, march you out. Uh, as you are going, uh, Pen, 
uh, you look over your shoulder and the eyes of all the patients turn to you and they all turn deathly white and they all grin at you as you vanish through the door. Um, you are taken down a corridor uh, that uh, leads um, to eventually uh, to a sort of crossroads and uh, you just managed to spot a sign that says uh, one way leads to Mr. Dexon's office and the other down to the central power chamber and there's a massive danger unauthorised personnel only sign unauthorised oh how are you going to get away from the guards then just run. Um, I cast pressed. Uh, I've got thaumaturgy, um, so I am just going to basically cause um, yes, harmless tremors in the ground for one minute. <laughs> Ooh, okay. You cause harmless tremors in the ground, uh, but I suppose the guard doesn't know that they're harmless, uh, and he looks panicked and uh, tries to uh, bolt uh, away. Um, so you run towards the danger signs, presumably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, there's a massive uh, steel door blocking your way. Okay. What do you do? Are there any valves or wheels or handles to turn? Yeah, there's a handle on it, uh, but it is also uh, locked with a simple uh, door lock. The main thing seeming to keep people away from this door are the danger signs, um, I'll say. I, I, well, run into the door. Smash it. Uh, make a strength yeah. check. Uh, combined strength check, I'll say. 15. 18. Ooh, blimey. Okay, yeah, you uh, sh- you shoulder check the door Ow. and uh, it bursts open. And, uh, yeah, it hurts a little. Especially, especially since I'm at the front end. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you find yourselves in a uh, low-down cavern uh, that is uh, packed to the brim with these massive uh, banks of uh, what we in the modern world might call very primitive computers, uh, but to uh, Pen and Aguilad just look like massive boxes with blinking lights on them. Uh, as you pass, the blinking lights uh, turn out to be small uh, magical crystals. Uh, as you sort of... Um, pace around the room uh, you look up and see that the room disappears above your head in a sort of large chamber uh, that goes right through the middle of the pyramid Uh, and then as you make your way through um, a gap in the computer banks you are presented with what look like two gigantic stone encrusted and electrified feet. Perrin and Victrina. Uh, Mr. Snap uh, is uh, leading you through some of these tunnels uh, underneath the city. Uh, You've been walking for a while now. Uh, How do you pass the time on this long walk? I sing. Aw, what do you sing? I think I sing a song about walking, where it's basically like I spy, but meets Perrin the musical. <laughs> I walk with my little feet. What do my little feet Nothing, see? Cause they're... Nothing, because my feet don't have eyes. It's still dark and I miss the I'm trying the to walk song. faster to get away from singing. <laughs> uh, as you are going, um, you feel a tremor in the earth. 
you feel the rocks above your head start to shake as if there were a small earthquake happening. What do you do? Duck. (laughs) (laughs) You duck. (laughs) Uh, uh, Snaps, uh, panics. Oh no! The tunnel! It's going to collapse in on us! Uh, What do we do? What do we do? We need to get it to stop. You've got magic or something? Yes! Can I scoop up the bones and shield them with my body? Yes, yes, uh, yes, you can do that. Uh, that's very nice okay. of you. Yes. But they're very small. <gasps> the milk person, they have blessed us with their protection. <laughs> and uh, Snap rolls his eyes at this. <laughs> uh, uh, do, do you not believe in the milk person, Snap's? I, I, you know, I, I believe in good business ventures with new milk. That's very, very sensible of you. I also <laughs> believe in good business ventures with new milk, and I think we could work together after the earthquake finishes. <laughs> Perrin, what are you doing? Waiting it out. Are you just waiting it out? Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. It lasts about a minute, uh, and then the earthquake seems to stop. Uh, you hear some clip-clop, clip-clop ahead. Then you hear a thud, and then you hear a door slam closed. Um, Snap says, We're quite close now. Let's uh, be stealthy, shall we? Can you make some stealth checks? I usher the gnomes up ahead of me and then brush myself down just to make sure that they're not <laughs> dirt all over me. But I don't oh. want to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got a ten. <laughs> ten. I've got a seven. Okay, you clank and thud your way through the tunnel. <laughs> uh, as you're going, you hear an alarm blaring through the, the stones. Uh, you come through the tunnel and you are presented with a large metal door covered in do not enter, authorised personnel only signs. Uh, but... Coming up from the other end of the corridor, you see a centaur dressed in guards gear charging towards you. Uh, he stops and looks at you and goes, Intruders, I think? Intruders! Intruders! And uh, he charges at you. Can you roll for initiative? Ah, okay. Well, for heaven's sake. <laughs> I've got the worst dice in the world tonight. I've got a four. Oh no. I've got a three. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> And the gnomes rolled a 12. It's uh, a good job someone's got some initiative. <laughs> so the centaur comes barreling at you, Victorina, and uh, 17 versus AC. Oh, that's. I think that's. Well, that hits. Cool. You're going to go ahead and take. Six points of bludgeoning damage as you are hit with some hoofs. Oh, I am suffering here. I have very long hit points. <laughs> You're gonna have to get to Pen because he's got those good biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I really need the Ow! Uh, Snaps goes next, and uh, he's going to draw a tiny rapier and uh, aim it at the centaur. And that's a critical failure. Uh, <laughs> he's swinging a miss. Uh, Crackle goes next. Uh, six plus. That's not going to hit. So again, another swing and a miss. And Pops uh, raises his hands and is going to cast a magic missile. A nice simple one. 
and does five points of damage. It goes pop, pop, pop. Uh, Victrina, you're up. Uh, I'm going to draw my racket. Can I stab it? <laughs> <laughs> can, can I stab it as well? Is that two boobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to draw and lunge at it with my rapier. Make an attack roll. Okay. 16. 16, that hits. Hooray! Uh, oh. uh, Perrin, you're up. Um, I think I look at the little um, magic missile that the gnome sent and I was like, Aha, watch this. Um, and I cast Hellish Rebuke. Ooh! Uh, don't you have to be attacked first to cast Hellish Rebuke? Do I? Because it's a rebuke. And the creature that damaged me. I cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> um, you sounded so bitter. It's like, oh, it's so typically Warlock to cast Eldritch Blast. Ugh. <laughs> uh, me and my cantrips. I just got a nat 20. Ooh, bloody hell. So um, I get to double my damage. Go for it. Let me just get a deep turn. That's going to be 14 points of um, force damage. How do you want to do this? How Describe the scene to me. So I think Perrin is very cheerfully trying to, like, in the most friendly way possible, one-up <laughs> a magic gnome. <laughs> um, so they've bounced off onto the balls of their feet. They're imagining that they won't... They don't have a cape yet. They want a cape one day. They're imagining it blowing in the non-existent wind behind them. And they just go, Pew! And I think the bolt hits the centre square in the middle of the chest. Yeah, uh, and you lift it off its feet and it goes crumpling to the ground. Uh, there's an alarm still blaring. Uh, the gnomes uh, look at the danger door uh, and then they look up the stairs and you can see a sign pointing to Dexon's office. Where would you guys like to go? I'd like to go to Dexon's office. I would love to go to Dexon's office. Okay, uh, snap, crackle and pop say to you, Right, We'll sort it out here. You keep Dexon talking. Okay, that sounds good to me. Perrin can keep people talking forever. <laughs> and ever and ever and ever. Uh, so, you rush up the stairs and into Dexon's office. It is a gigantic chamber in the dead centre of the pyramid. There's a path from the door on a mezzanine that le- leads around this deep room that plunges about 20 feet down and then another 20 feet up. Uh, it reminds you a bit of the ca- of the warehouse where Captain Biscuit worked, uh, but the thing that catches your attention is the ginormous head in the middle of the room. It is attached to a yet more ginormous body, almost 30 foot tall. Uh, the body is covered in pulsing crystals. Uh, its head is clear blue with burning black eyes of obsidian. His body is hooked up to wires and cables that crackle and buzz with magical energy. And you can see more of these computer banks up here as well. Uh, Some are attended by centaurs who are all wearing these uh, sort of overalls uh, that very much indeed cover all, it seems, uh, because they're horses and there's a lot more to cover with these overalls. Uh, You see a small... um, uh, Centaur has been pushed to the ground in front of Dexon uh, and Dexon seems to be having a conversation with this person and you hear a voice from this giant say Mavis Dines. Yes, Lord Dexon? Why do you hate your job? You spoke of unionising Why do 
You know that unionizing poisons the country. I was simply explaining it to some people. I hear no excuses. He opens his mouth and a raging inferno of electricity bursts out. Uh, what do you do? So, do the, uh, the cables that go from him go to the computers? They seem to, so yes. I'm going to draw my short sword and I'm going to start smashing the computers with the hilt of my short sword. Ooh, <laughs> make an attack roll. I'll say, fuck for that. That would be an 18. <laughs> 18, cool, yeah. Roll some damage. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Uh, roll some damage. Uh, okay, yeah, you managed to uh, do a bit of damage on one of them. It sparks and shuts down, and you see the uh, the cable that comes out uh, is snapped off it, I'll say, from that. Uh, then Dexon's eyes turn on you, and he doesn't electrocute Mavis. Instead, he looks at you and says, Ah, the delegation from Dar North. You Hi. are just in time for my meeting with your foreign secretary. <laughs> And from above, you see what looks like, um, you know, like a Faraday cage uh, being sort of lowered from the ceiling. Arcs of electricity are sparking all around it. And within, you see Lisa shivering in terror. So nice of you to join us. We will have a pleasant conversation. Now I hear Darnoth is interested in other forms of energy. This will not do. I think you'll find me very persuasive. (laughs) I think we're in over our heads. Campaign Trail Referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It stars Stephen Port as Pen Reganti, Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Joanne Hall as Victorina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Aguilad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Martha Buckley was Captain Biscuit, Cyril was played by Dmitri Gorobowski, Mavis was played by Catherine Inskip. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits and sound effects credits are in the episode description. You can support The Campaign Trail by going to patreon.com slash thecampaigntrail. We have special perks such as the ability to become a Member of Parliament. Definitely, definitely this is legally binding. Uh, Early access to episodes and the chance to have your own characters appear in the show or even your own voice appear in the show if that is your thing. Uh, you can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, and at soundcloud.com forward slash joelcorner, or wherever you find podcasts. So until next week, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Mm-hmm.